1: The Bulletin.
0: The Bulletin, indeed, at 18 minutes away from 11 o'clock. Quick fire questions to a silver tongued devil. Good friend of the programme, Mr. Ben Strang. Welcome back.
1: How are you doing? Uh, kia ora. Uh, yeah, doing very well. I am very much enjoying upsets and cricket tournaments. It's fantastic.
0: And that is as big as they come. I, I rattled off the previous results at World Cups between the Netherlands and South Africa, and the winning margins had been 160 runs, 221 runs, and 231 runs. What an incredible win for the Netherlands, who were batting first 112 for six.
1: Yeah, uh, remarkable winnings from Scott Edwards to, to get them into a position that they could actually win, to, to get them up to 245 with his... 78 not out at a decent clip as well um you know a little bit of support from the tail around them as well for you know logan van beek didn't really fire he was 10 but and the Mervah 29 dutt uh 23 off nine balls so that the the tail wagged with him and uh then it was just a really competent bowling performance i i was talking to Logan Van, Van Beek before the tournament started. Good Wellington man, of course, uh, Daniel. And uh, he, he was saying that they felt that they were absolutely capable of the occasional upset at this tournament. They thought that, um, you, you know, if they didn't go into the tournament thinking they could get to the semifinals, then they would just get trounced in every game. And they genuinely believe that they can get there, particularly with some of their spinners and uh, their attack. They've got a pretty handy spin attack. And, uh, and they thought they would have to win four games with some rain outs, uh, get to that last game against India and see if they can cause a, a mammoth shock. <laughs> the way South Africa have been playing, uh, it, I wouldn't have expected this was the way that they were going to get off the mark. South Africa looked very imposing in their first two wins. So for the Netherlands to come out and do this, I think any team now coming against the Dutch will just have to be a little bit cautious and make sure that they take care of business.
0: Indeed, and what this does for the tournament just means there's so much jeopardy on so many games from here on in. People are going to be walking tight ropes, and that's fantastic for the tournament for sure. Um, So what are your pre-match nerves ahead ahead of the Black Caps game against Afghanistan, knowing full well Afghanistan caused a massive upset themselves, beating the defending champs by 69 runs just a few days ago?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think I said to you last time that we spoke that it's it's the likes of a game against Afghanistan in Chennai, which is very spin friendly, that is a little bit nervy for me. I think you know it's so important that that the Black Caps do take care of business against the so-called lesser sides. So far, so good. They've beaten Bangladesh. They've beaten the Netherlands. And now they do have to take care of business against Afghanistan. But in Chennai, where, as I say, very spin friendly, you're coming up against a bowling attack with Rashid Khan, Mujib, Muhammad Nabi, three fantastic spin bowlers. They are going to really test the Black Caps batting lineup. Uh, the, the positive is that someone like Mitchell Santner is bowling superbly himself at the moment. And New Zealand do have some very very fine players of spin, with the likes of Devon Conway at the top. So, plus a very long batting lineup, which I think is is helping and, and freeing up some of the top order bats for New Zealand. The fact that uh, the likes of probably Will Young coming back into the team uh, tonight, uh, you know, has has freedom knowing that they're going to bat to what nine is is, uh, is Mitch Sandner gonna bat eight or nine that's an incredibly long batting lineup so it really does free up the top order thinking hey if I do make a mistake there's a guy who's going to come in and look after business it's it's a it's a luxury that the black caps have at the moment
0: uh, Ben Strang is with us this is the bulletin uh, the whites have gone down to Australia by two goals to nil just so frustratingly productive Predictable and toothless,
1: um, right, Ben? Yeah, yeah. It's that—that uh, that sums it up. That really does sum it up. It's you—you want to go into these games and 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 think that New Zealand can put in a, a good performance, but it's the same old stuff. There's just no final ball to To set the strikers free. Um, there, there's there's no quality chances inside the box. The the build up play and all that seems to be fine. New Zealand didn't used to be able to pass the ball around with confidence in the in the back and uh, through midfield and that sort of thing. But now uh, the the problem they have is that their attacking midfielders, their wingers, can't seem to find any decent balls, any final balls into the box to set up good chances, and that's uh that's a killer, particularly in international football when chances often come uh, a lot less frequently. Uh, you need somebody with a killer final ball. And so that, you know, guys like Eli Jast, Alex Grieve, they need to probably you know, work quite hard on, on getting that final ball and maybe um, some tactical tweaks are needed. I don't know exactly what they would be, but, but something needs to be done just to create a bit more edge on attack.
0: Well, two things, separate Singh losing him before the game, real blown. Just, I just feel for that guy. He's just uh, had a rubbish couple of years and bring on direct entry for Oceania to a Football World Cup, I would say. Uh, let's um, The Rugby World Cup, though, um, what an extraordinary weekend of quarterfinals, Ben.
1: Yeah, amazing, amazing. Uh, it, it's funny, all of the, the words that were said and the words that were written about the Southern Hemisphere maybe uh, not having a team in the, in the semi-finals, and now there's three of them. Uh, it, it was a, a pretty remarkable weekend of rugby. With the All Blacks, What I, I actually wrote a piece for RNZ today about this, and I, I think the, the reaction to their victory over Ireland says a lot about the changing, uh, you know, know, the way that people perceive the All Blacks now because there's always been this... If you ever go to an All Blacks game, for me, it's a fairly soulless affair. Like, the the fans don't create a, a brilliant atmosphere or anything and that's because I think you turn up to an All Blacks game and you're just expecting a win. It's like a foregone conclusion... There's no jeopardy on the result. And all you want is to be entertained by some of New Zealand's best athletes. You want them to do something magic. And if they don't perform magic, you're just a little bored and then Mexican waves go up and it's just no one's focused on the rugby. And and that has changed massively in the last couple of years. So you go into this tournament I said after the French loss, hey, maybe Italy could tip us up. That didn't happen, thankfully. But uh, then you go into the Ireland game, there's still this sneaking suspicion in the back of people's minds. You know, we we could actually beat Ireland here. I know that we're not the favourites, but there's a good chance here that they could tip them up if they put in a performance. And so now everybody's acting on hope. E- everybody is watching and hoping that the All Blacks play well rather than expecting. And it just makes it... a so much more pleasurable experience to watch the All Blacks as a fan when you're just hoping they perform. And when they do, Mm -hmm. man, it it feels good. It's like the Warriors. I I know uh, what you're saying. I know what you're saying.
0: Hoping. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's a really interesting perspective. I'm not sure... The right choice of words is, it was an enjoyable experience the last five or six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> People were hiding behind couches, screaming Probably once at TVs the whistle went. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. And I think you make a really, really interesting point there. So um, what about in the time-honoured uh, fashion of New Zealand rugby fandom, if we're talking that, you'll be completely and utterly dismissive of Argentina then, won't you? We're, we're already in the final. <laughs> well, there well, you
1: go. Well, that's the uh, that that. <laughs> well, if we were in the time on tradition, absolutely. But that this is where I think things. I mean, I mean, perhaps I'm wrong, but I feel like things have changed because my conversations with people around the office and 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 in my cricket club and that sort of stuff is, yep, yeah, we we beat Ireland, but now we got Argentina and they have beaten us and they've got Michael Checker as a coach and they've got some really good players who play in Europe and uh, are very handy. Uh, you know, what's the bet we put in our best performance and, and five or you know, f- five or so years against Ireland and then get tipped up by Argentina. So I, I still feel like people are, are very hopeful that you get to see back to back good performances from the all blacks and are a little bit fearful of what Argentina bring And it. It does probably come down to the fact that they've got this bloke called Michael Checker running the show and, uh, as much as he may have been a, a a loser in Australian colours to New Zealand very often, uh, there's a little bit of fear and a little bit of respect about what he can do with a rugby team.
0: Good man, Ben. Always appreciate your time. Good chatting. Go enjoy your week. I
1: oh, will do. Have a good one.
0: Thanks, mate. Ben Strange joining us up for the Bulletin, covering off Cricket World Cup. Um, the gummy all-whites, I'll call them, because they're toothless. Um, and the Rugby World Cup. I... I'm clearly a big football fan, right? And I've just been waiting for New Zealand football to take a step forward for a long, long time. A long, long time. I hope it comes seven and a half way from 11 back after the break.